listening to the Power Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I have a real treat today for you all. Ugh, this is going to be so much fun. Anyway, so before I get started, the gentleman joining us today, there's two main pieces. I was looking over his bio earlier that I just had to giggle a little bit about. First of all, he is a spiritual gangster, born and raised in Germany. But here's the quote, folks, on this guy's business card. So I'm going to just give you a warning of what you're in for with this kind of dialogue between us. The quote on his business card says, the creative madness had another orgasm. I, I could probably stop the interview like right there. But anyway, I won't do that. But anyway, please join me in welcoming to the show, Ulva, and I'm going to do this, Albrecht. Close? Yes. Albrecht. Very close, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ulva. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you for this amazing introduction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say your last name. It's Albrecht. Albrecht. Oh, I'm going to get it. Okay. Anyway, regardless, delightful, delightful connecting with you. Alan Rita, giant thanks for connecting us. And I'm just glad to have you here. So we jump right in usually and just ask people, what are your superpowers? My superpowers are to be able to read the field and to see in this way what reality will bring up because reality is only a result of the field behind and I can read it. And the more important thing is I can teach it to others that they can learn it too. And in this way, I invented a complete new modality of medicine, energetic medicine, which is able to take over and just like offering something for the ones who doesn't believe in medications and symptoms any longer. And they want to connect with the root cause and find exactly out what it is and clear it. So it's like a combination of like a precise detective. On the other side, a really high energy is available. So combine like the left and the right part of the brain. So in a good way, not get lost on one side. So, oh, so cool. You had me at read the field. I heard that and I was like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, so talk to us about what you mean about reading the field. You can imagine when you're on a dance floor and there's some music being played and you do your movements based on the music and you might like your movements or not. It's based on the music. So if you don't like your movements, the best thing and the easiest thing is to change the music. So the field is like the music of our dance floor, like or we're having, we're experiencing on our dance floor and we are creating our reality out of. And I don't like so much the word energy any longer because it's like it's spiritually quite used. But the field is a word even like big companies can accept, like for them, it's normal that there is a field, not only in quantum physics. And so it's the music of our life. Mm -hmm. And for most people, it's not only one music getting played. They have like 10 different kinds of music getting played. <laughs> like a bit of rock and roll and heavy metal and jazz and free jazz and waltz and whatever. And they try to dance it all at once. And it can only look ugly and they can only feel ugly. There's no other way. And if you bring back the original music of the soul, like connect people with their purpose and bring all this lost pieces back, it suddenly becomes a beautiful dance and you have a totally different resonance and people reacting totally different towards you and life is reacting differently. And this is the way how you live and how you enjoy living by resonance. It's not what we want, what we create, what we need. It's about our music we're sending out. And this is it's such a beautiful and easy way of living. It's such a, it's a state of flow. 
Mm, I love that. In our speak over here, I often refer to like not just the multifacetedness of who we are, but also the multidimensionality. And so I like that you're giving voice to the fact that there are all of those pieces and parts of us. And I reflect on the fact that my education was in things like intergroup relations and critical theory as it relates to groups and cultures and stuff interacting. And then to find myself years, years, years later speaking about things like multidimensionality and that we have all these pieces and parts and we really do exist exist in all these different frequencies simultaneously and helping people understand how you actually associate with some of those different elements of yourself. I see where it kind of freaks people out a little bit, but I love the richness of experience that it affords us. So it really is a very free flowing, like I love how you just kind of off the cuff or like, you can change the music or you can do this. And it's like, oh, it's so easy, but really helping people understand that we are that fluid. And we can shift pretty quickly. It's just, are we willing to see it that way? I mean, most people are waiting until something appears on the structural level, like a disease or symptom. But underneath, you have the biochemistry and the rhythm and the mental and the emotion and the energy field and the soul. And all irritations are starting at the energy field normally. Like over 95% of our irritations we are experiencing later on as symptoms or problems in our life, they are starting on the energy field. So a really low level, and some of them take years until this uh, show up on the surface. And when you're able to read the field, like people are used to like, I'm feeling good, or I'm moody, I'm a little depressed or whatever. And when you analyze and go deeper, why is it this way? <laughs> what is changing? And what can I shift that my emotions immediately change from like, I want to commit suicide to let's have party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That can happen like from one moment to another, if you find yep. a root- And the root cause is in the field. And so I invented all this like tools which you need to be able to read the field and then also tools to change the field. And for sure, multidimensional. So I like work, I like work at Heim. It's like a German researcher from the last century. And he found a 12-dimensional system of the universe, like the most advanced understanding of the universe in 12 dimensions. And as more you observe, as more you realize It happens on all dimensions. I mean, don't look so deep. You think time is linear. If you look deeper, you think, oh my God, time is a loop. So as far as you go, it's more you have to get rid of this old belief systems because if you want to change reality, then you have to be able to understand the complex field on all dimensions mm-hmm. and not getting lost on the other side in this. Mm. I love everything that you're saying and so much goodness. In it. And I call it quantum leaping to like really just pull yourself out of, like you said, you want to commit suicide to let's have a party. And I appreciate being in the space where I can affirm for people like all of it's real. Like, yes, a piece of you may want to commit suicide. And yes, a piece of you may want to throw a party. And that's okay. Like we really do exist in all these spaces. And you can choose to accept one or whatever modality we talk about integrating things or transmuting and all, you know, whatever technique works for people. And I find myself using all of them in various stages, depending on what the issue is. I call it what you call, you know, reading the field. I always call it like a disturbance in the force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I try to mix all the superhero ideology with the X-Men ideology with the Star Wars. I just kind of throw it all together and mix it up. But that's how I experience it. It's just a subtle disturbance in the force. And it's like it very rarely manifests as a full-fledged temper tantrum or feeling or fear or anything like that anymore. But it's getting really good at those subtleties, the real, real subtle energy and those shifts and catching them before they take root and really kind of solidify into something that's much more difficult to move down the road. Yeah. Wow. 
there's lots of fun stuff here that we can explore. I'm already crafting up all of these ways that I'm going to convince you to come back on the show and talk to us about other kind of ideas and concepts. But for right now, let's be where we're at. And one of the things that I like to work with people on here on the interviews is, you know, really, what do you see coming forward for us with regard to how we interact with each other, where the like getting support and getting mentorship and stuff. I know that you've created a huge network of people who are all teaching this in their own kind of way. What, what are your visions for all that moving forward? We need a huge shift on the planet. And this requires a kind of waking up and the braveness to leave the patterns and the security of like old rules. And right now, this world is run by people living in fear. And we need people who have access to their purpose and they're coming out of trust. And what I see that when you have these improvements, you have a different kind of connection and communication anyway, so you can sense each other. That's something like based on love. You know, when my grandfather was in the second world war in Russia and he was there for 16 years and my grandmother got several messages that he died and she always felt he's alive. Mm. Because he was loving him so much that he could feel how he felt. So, and that's something what I experiencing when you're opening up for energy field and for the subtle energies, you're realizing, oh my God, I have all these emotions in me. I have all these abilities in me to connect not only with my children I'm in love with, I'm able to connect with other people. I'm able to connect with a building, to connect with an animal, with a situation, whatever. And so you realize that we are communicating on so many levels all the time, but we are often denying them that they're existing. So mm -hmm. it's all resonance-based. So my vision for the future are people who are self-responsible about the energies they are radiating. Because they often people don't even know how they affect their environment with their bad mm -hmm. moods or their energies. And it's time that we take responsibility because when I'm affecting my environment and I even don't know what is working through me, I'm still responsible. Mm. And so this way, I better know what is working through me. I better know where I am and what is going on. So that's why I can consciously be responsible for what I'm creating. So for communication for the future, I like to have more people who are able to be responsible for what they are, what they live and how they affect the environment. And this requires that they come in touch again with their senses because because everybody can sense, but most people don't trust them any longer. And they lost it when they have been young children. And when you connect with, reconnect with your senses and you've got a kind of internal confirmation what I'm doing with the arm length test. It's like right in the left part of the brain suddenly working together. So then it can go so deep and you're not getting lost in it. It's like there's no the scientific part and the spiritual part is coming together. And this is a very healthy way. And then you have a totally different understanding of reality and how you connect and what you create. And this is my vision for the future. I love it. I often tell people, like, it's great to talk about superpowers and everything like that, but you have to want this. Like, you have to be willing to do the work that it takes to get there because it's not going to happen. There's a lot of folks I know playing around with what I call level one superpowers. So like psychic ability and empathy and stuff like that, even healing to an extent. But if people haven't done the work to get to a place of any sort of autonomy and reliability in that, then they won't be able to wield those in a particularly useful way. They may get little blips of success here and there, but overall, most of those kind of initial level one, especially I'm thinking specifically like psychic ability and stuff like that, you still have to be able to interpret the information and you can really only interpret it to the level at which you're capable of comprehending. And if you aren't able to discern what's yours and kind of read the field like you're talking about in a way that's particularly useful to the person you're talking to, then I see a lot of damage happening in those spaces. That's where a lot of the apocalyptic predictions and stuff like that come from. And it's like, 
It's just metaphors. You know, you have to be able to interpret the information in a usable fashion. And that really only comes after, at least in my opinion, after people have mastered that personal power, you kind of sit in a sense of actualization so that they can be of use out in the world with it. But there's no shortcut to that. I mean, certainly, as we talked about, there's quantum leaping. that You can quickly do it, but it takes you being willing to take a hard look at and own take responsibility for what you're creating in your existence. And like you said, most people aren't even aware that they're having an impact, that they're doing anything. Or like the phrase where people would be like, well, you know, I had this thought about this person, but I didn't say it. And it's like, you might as well just say it. Like you already energetically jabbed the person. You might as well speak it out loud and give them a chance to understand what just happened to them versus pretending it didn't occur. Yeah. I mean, the point is that 95% of our reality we are creating out of our unconscious. So, and only 5% out of our conscious part. So, and people are not aware of their unconscious at all often. Mm -hmm. So they just believe that their will and their mind, that's reality, but that's not at all. The mind is not creating anything with 5% of power. So the 95% power part in ourselves, when this part doesn't want something, it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And this is something you need to realize. We need tools to access the subconscious. Yep. Um, that is one thing. And I want to add one thing to the last point. Like for me, the most important thing in life is to be connected and to work together with people and live together with people which live in outer key with their energy state. So they create their own energy. They don't need my energy or someone else's energy. Mm. So I think like all these interactions we have on this planet, like in between humans, is based on are people giving or taking energies. <laughs> and someone is not like doesn't have enough life energy by themselves and don't know how to get it and like is stealing it from others, is playing a victim, manipulations, like all this kind of stuff. It drains. It's not enjoying. So but when you're together with people, they have enough energy because they know how to create it by themselves. It's such a creative I have to use the word again, orgasm. Um, <laughs> because it's like lifting up. You know, mm -hmm. nothing, nothing is getting lost. There is no danger mm. no getting played. No anchors are put it's not putting somewhere. So that's why I have like almost one rule. I'm who's draining is like who's taking energy. I'm not working together with. I mean, they all have a chance. You show them what they're doing and what is the pattern behind why they are doing it. And a lot of people want to change their patterns, but some people doesn't want to change it. They want to stay in the victim more. They yes. want to control people, this power and whatever. Then just do your stuff, but not with me, you know? <laughs> um, it's a waste because I feel drained afterwards and I don't like it. Oh, you're so funny. Well, and it's, I'm sitting here kind of smirking to myself because I see part of the reason why we created the superpower net, this membership base was solely for that. Like all of us at a certain point in time are taking energy because we don't know it. But the key is, is like, once we present that to you, are you willing to work toward not doing that anymore? And what I've noticed is that in the net, the more people we add to it who are autonomous and who are able to kind of generate their own energy, we can work with more and more and more and more people because we're able to offset it. But whereas when I was just an individual coach, I experienced what you're talking about where it's like, there's just certain clients where it's like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this anymore. I'm physically drained. And I kept looking for more resources and everything else. But ultimately, you know, if we want to have a much, much, much bigger impact here in the world, we kind of have to systemize it because everybody coming in at the beginning doesn't know that they're taking energy. They don't know that they're not generating. I mean, they just really don't know. We haven't trained people to understand this stuff. And so they need a little bit of assistance. But I think the key is, are you willing to 
to learn? And are you willing to make the adaptations necessary so that you're no longer draining other people? And I think that we've created an environment, at least within the net, that those folks, they don't last very long within us. Like, I think vibrationally, it's uncomfortable. And I think that there just aren't, we're not into coddling that. Like, we'll support and we'll love effortlessly, but we'll not effortlessly, but we will do that generously and without fail until the point where it's like, it's obvious that people aren't moving. And and I think it just happens naturally, which is really cool to think about. Yeah. On our website, I wanted to put the claim on it, not for victims. (laughs) That's so funny. I wanted to set a rule here lately that there's no adulting allowed in superpower experts. Like, because I equate adulting to exactly what you're talking about. Like, the being responsible and living in fear. It's like, no, that's not responsibility. It is all victim-based and very fear-based, but we don't see it as that. Like, it's so ironic. I told someone the other day, I feel like we're all in a big fun house. Like, nothing's what it seems. It's like opposite day all the time, where it's like what we think of as being really responsible is actually the most fear-based, irresponsible way to live, but we're busy patting ourselves on the back thinking we're doing the right thing. And it's like, ah, no, you're not doing the right thing. Like, don't go get a job if you're miserable. That's not the right thing. You're making the rest of us miserable. Totally right, yeah. Yeah, but again, we don't honor that in our society, so... No. What I learned all these years is like the only chance to become autonomous is to access your life purpose because it's like a funnel. The energy is coming, life energy is coming through us by living the purpose. And Mm -hmm. it's nothing we store in a battery. And so when we are aligned with our purpose, there is more energy as we could ever use. And we are turning into an instrument of manifestation. Mm -hmm. A lot of people doesn't want to be in that funnel, which is in the end, like the energy going through a Torah structure. So they want to live in the donut and they want to just Mm -hmm. stay dependent and get lost in the collective field and blaming other ones. And everybody else is responsible for whatever they have. And that's not the way at all. And as long as you want to stay in this kind of mode, you will never access life purpose. So you'll never reach the energy you want. And what people doesn't know about the life energy, it's not about having it. It's about being ready for the responsibility you have when you access your purpose. So people just see purpose as a big gift, like, oh my God, you're so blessed, you're so gifted. What they don't see is the responsibility which is coming first before you get the energy. Correct. And what you have to give up also because you cannot live compromises any longer as you could <laughs> living in the, door, in the donut. In the donut, you can live a lot of compromises. It doesn't matter. Everybody's doing it. But when you access your purpose, you have to decide. And the best thing, whatever takes energy is out. So go through your house, go through your life, like do the jobs like people are working together with. I have a lot of people like creative people, even my text guy, he's kicking everybody out who's draining him. Like when he's touching a folder and he feels a lie, they're out. <laughs> oh, I love it. So That's perfect. That's the clear rules, you know? Everybody knows <laughs> like when you're draining out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I said something similar like that in the organization, you know, in the superpower organization, like I want commitment and dedication without obligation. Like that was my way of defining what you're talking about, which was like, I'm not going to babysit people. Like I'm, it's just not going to work any longer. And you can't sustain that not doing this work. It's impossible. So Oh, I'm so on board with everything that you're saying. I think it's beautiful. And one thing I want to comment on is that you're in Germany. Like, I know there's a lot of folks who listen to us and a lot of our members who are doing really amazing work in other cultures and communities. And it's important, I think, to acknowledge that that work is happening in many, 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 many places. And also to acknowledge that it's different. Like, the basics are the same, but how you're operating is different, correct? I don't know if it's so different. You know, I I was traveling so much around the world and trying to find like, what is the essence 
of all these different like philosophical concepts, healing methods, and so on, there must be an essence behind. And this essence does have the the, the essence is a field, and so that's something which is everywhere like the same on the planet. And then another point for me was like this inner wise the system I made I created like when it's really real, when it's true that it works. It must work everywhere with everything, with humans, with, with houses, with plants, with animals, with companies, with products, with political situations, with global war zones, whatever. So this is for me, like, this is the, the line. When it works with everything, then it's real. Then there's something true behind. So this is something that's why I don't see so much the difference. I see more that there's so much in common. I mean, for sure, culturally, there are differences. Mm-hmm. You know, I was happy to grow up in Germany with this like preciseness, German preciseness. Mm. And that helped me really to build up the system like over 20 years to perfection. And that's something you will not really celebrate in India so much or in America, like perfection to the limit. Mm-hmm. You more celebrate life before this part comes. But that's why you have like this cultural differences. But in the end, whatever we do, you need to be able to offer it to everybody and it must be applicable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that same message. Well, very cool. I know that some of our listeners are going to want to know more about you. Where can we send them for information? You can just go on innerwise.com or innerwise.us. Innerwise.com or US. The innerwise.com is the main website globally with a lot of content. There's, there's so many information on it. A lot of video clips, like we have like 80 sub pages because InnerWise is spreading out in so many areas, like from healing about business, learning, so many different ways. Mm. So that's just the best. Just go on the websites and you see a lot. Very and, cool. Well, congratulations on all the success. I had to do it, you know. <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> Oh, spoken like a true renegade there. I love it. <laughs> well, well, that's my purpose. We don't have a choice. <laughs> that was a perfect ending to the interview. Thank you so much, Uma, for joining us today. It's really delightful to connect with you. Thank you. <laughs> and to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.